It's the debate, show mom versus dad, where I have my parents pick size and debate. I am your host, Milo, and I am a virus magnet. I got sick again last week, and we weren't able to make another episode. But, don't fret, there will still be four episodes this month, because it's a five-Sunday month. So, it's one of those. This episode is moths versus butterflies. To start, dad will be presenting his side, butterflies. In three, two, one, now. I love butterflies. They are hands down the prettiest insects. Among the over 18,000 species, there are many different varieties of colors, from the orange and black monarch, the giant blue morpho, to the emerald swallowtail, to the crimson rose. They're just a delight to look at. You know, one of our favorite places in the world to visit is the Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester, and they have what's known as a butterfly garden there. Um, I don't think there's any other bug in the world that people would seal themselves up in a room with swarms of to look at and, if they get really lucky, get one to land on them. If you were to open up, say, a regular fly garden or a mosquito garden, <laughs> I don't think you'd attract many visitors. Maybe you get a few at a dragonfly garden. Mm -hmm. Now, in addition to being pretty, they're also important pollinators. When they feed on nectar from flowers, they collect pollen on their legs and deposit it uh, on other flowers that they fly around. And some flowers are also impressively migratory. For instance, the British Painted Lady makes a yearly 9,000-mile migration from the UK to Africa and back. And what's really neat about butterfly migration is that it's multi-generational. So in the case of the Painted Lady, it takes six generations to complete. So, you know, some of the butterflies, none of the butterflies that leave the UK make it back there. They're, they're um, dying out and being reborn on the way. Another cool thing about butterflies, they have the widest known spectral range of vision. They can see in the ultraviolet, where humans and most animals are blind. That's cool on its own, but it's also useful. Nectar guides are markings on plants that guide pollinators to their nectar. Sometimes they're apparent in colors that humans can see, like, say, orange markings on a yellow flower. But in other cases, like sunflowers and black-eyed Susans, they only show up in the ultraviolet. Huh. Some butterflies also have markings that are only visible in the UV, uh, and these are used to communicate. For instance, in the white cabbage butterfly, females have UV-reflective markings that, uh, that they use to tell a male butterfly that they're looking to mate. Uh, butterflies also have chemoreceptors all over their body, special nerve cells that detect chemical species. And so, like, you can walk on a flower, and their feet tell them they're walking in nectar, and they stick out their tongue. Uh, Time's out. Time's out. Hey. Now, Mom will be rebutting Dad's argument in 30 seconds in 3, 2, 1, now. Nobody's ever going to argue that butterflies aren't pretty. I mean, it'd be weird, right? But that's like the only exceptional thing about them a lot of the stuff you've said they 100 percent share with moths um and uh i don't think that they're i i just think that um that if they, basically what i'm trying to say is that if they didn't have the colors they had they would not be remarked upon they wouldn't be you know the special insect so now dad will be rebutting mom's rebuttal in a 30 second rebuttal in three two one now um, but they are pretty. They're they're just super pretty, and moths aren't. Moths are ugly and scary looking. Um, butterflies are pretty, and that's why they're better. They're just Thanks. prettier. <laughs> um, ugly and scary looking. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't open up a moth garden. I totally would. Moths are awesome. <laughs> that's bad to know that you're you're biased that way already. I'm not. <laughs> you didn't see butterflies weren't awesome. <laughs> Now, Mom will be presenting her side, moths, in three, two, one, now. The other day, Milo and I were talking about how people say they don't like certain animals. We both feel that there is no animal that we'd say that about. We might not want to be around certain animals, but we can find them interesting and cool. For me, the things that fall into that category are alligators, crocodiles, snakes, and moths. 
Here's the thing about moths that make them fall into this category. They have serious boundary issues. They flippity-flap in your hair and face with no regard for personal bubbles. It's important to point this out because I think they are cool despite not wanting to be around them. Sure, people think butterflies are pretty, but moths are cool enough to triumph over lack of color and social skills. There are a lot of moths, and they come in many sizes. The smallest is 2 millimeters, and the largest is as big as a dinner plate. The Hercules moth has a wingspan over 10.5 inches. It's got interesting pointy wings and those spots that look like eyes to fool predators. It's not surprising they have such a huge variety since there are more than 160,000 species of moths. Their habits vary as much as their size. Some are loners. Some like to pair off and live that way. But some stay in large family group called eclipses. And we know Milo loves a family-oriented animal. Next cool thing. Moths don't have noses. But male moths use the receptors on their antennae to detect something called chemoreceptors in the atmosphere. One moth followed the pheromones of its ideal mate for 23 miles using this system. Makes noses look like chumps, hmm? It sounds hard, but since some moths can fly up to 55 miles an hour, he didn't keep his new paramour waiting very long. Although I don't want to hang out with him, I do have a lot in common with moths. You might say we have the same interests. Moths are attracted to bananas, light, and beer, so they've got good taste. Many moths are important pollinators. Unlike their flashy friends the butterflies all showing off in the sun, moths do most of their work in the dark. They don't need the admiration. They just get it done quietly and without fanfare. So let's hear it for the moth, that beer-loving, family-minded underdog. But, you know, let's hear it from a comfortable distance. Time's up. Now Dad will be rebutting Mom's argument in 30 seconds in 3, 2, 1, now. Yep, you don't want to be around moths. Nobody wants to be around moths because they're icky. Um, to do their pollinating, they have to sneak around at night. That's how much people hate them. They can only go out in the dark. Um... I didn't quite get to the end of my argument. You mentioned a 10-and-a-half-inch um, moth, the largest butterfly is an 11-inch uh, Queen Alexandria birdwing, so bigger um, than the biggest moth. I missed what, Did you tell me what the smallest one was? It was less than two centimeters. Less than two centimeters. Okay. The, um, Time's up. Eh. As right. <laughs> um, now Mom will be rebutting Dad's rebuttal in a 30-second rebuttal in 3, 2, 1, now. I'm going to go out on a limb here, perhaps a wing of some kind, and say that moths don't care about people watching them pollinate. That's just what they do, and it's very, very cool. Um, that while we're all sleeping, they're busy at work. And uh, I don't know. I love an underdog. I love, a, I love an animal that people don't think is pretty but is very useful, and, um, and uh, nobody's building them habitats, but they're persisting, unlike, unlike these, uh, these flashy butterflies fellas. Time's up. Now to announce the winner and some things I like from each side. Okay, let's start with Dad's side. Well, I liked about how they can, like, sense stuff with their feet, like the pollen, and, I mean, they're pretty, yeah. But I'm also going to deduct a point for Dad being so darn mean to moths. <laughs> but it is a good point that I don't think a moth garden would do well, and I'm going to add another point just for his good idea of a dragonfly garden. <laughs> from Mom's side... They do basically all the same pollinating things as butterflies, so that's worth a point. The Hercules moth thing was interesting how it has, like, the pattern and how it's huge. It's also interesting how, like, um, they've got patterns that only moths can see. They can see an ultraviolet, and that pheromone thing was interesting. Also, that thing with their nose, their, their, that. Chemoreceptors. Chemoreceptors, that, yeah. With that, mom is the winner. I do think the ultraviolet thing was butterflies. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't I, know if I don't know if moths have that or not. I, I, oh. I do think moths um, also have also it. Have yeah, there's a lot of similarities. Either, yeah. I guess They're so. Not so different. <laughs> still, I miss still the winner. Yeah. Yay! Congratulations, mom. It's been a while mom. since I won. <laughs> um, Good job. All right, I'd like to thank me and Milo together for having 
the good taste to not dislike animals, even if we don't want to be around them and not being as shallow as dad. <laughs> and I'd like to thank uh, the moths that leave me alone, but not the ones that fly in my face. Dad, is there anybody you'd like to thank? I'm going to thank Sarah, because she's going to help us get some milkweed, which That's will right. help us attract butterflies yeah. and moths. This is the second time we've mentioned Sarah in a row. Huh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'd like to thank Dad once again for coming up with the great idea of dragonfly gardens. It is a cool idea. Yeah. All you really have to do is go row on the lake, though. That's mm. true. That's fair. <laughs> Butterflies are harder to Butterflies find. Butterflies are harder yeah. to find. <laughs> we saw a dragonfly today when we were on a hike. Cool. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mom vs. Dad Pod. That's M one V S D A D P O D. That's all for this episode. Bye. Bye. Oh wait, one more thing. I would like to tell you all that I got Milo's thing he had last week, so if I sounded a little draggy, and maybe not on top of my rebuttals, that's why. <laughs>